get ready. I mean, get ready, 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 ready. Welcome, 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 welcome back, mentees. Welcome back to Intentional Leadership with Dr. Ross. I am so excited today. We have a special guest, and I'm going to let her introduce herself and the agency that she works for. Thank you for that introduction. I am Paige Bostic. I'm an associate attorney at Eugene and Associates PC. We're an education law firm, and you've had Derek on before, so... You are very familiar with us, and we are very familiar with you. (laughs) Absolutely. We had a wonderful time uh, last week at the Intentional Leadership Summit 2022, and we're looking forward to having all of my mentees, all of the audience members participate in next year's event. It was such an exciting time, and individuals that participated from A.W. Brown Fellowship Charter School, the Academy of Dallas as well as Bear, Can- uh, Bear County Academy Public Charter School, all were in, ten- in attendance. And we had some Louisiana guests, uh, Dr. Eric Jones, who's going to be a featured, uh, featured speaker on our podcast, um, a founder of a charter school that is going to come and talk to us about leadership. So we had an exciting time. Um, Miss Bostic, I want to say Paige, but Miss Bostic was one of our presenters, and we – learn so much all i can think about is tko yes (laughs) yeah and and you're definitely going to have to tell tell the audience about tko but just talk to us a little bit about your practice what you all offer at eugene and associates so at eugene and associates if a sue if a school can get sued for it complained about we represent you but we also do nonprofit and uh energy work but that's not nearly as fun as education. I primarily do all special education issues. So I work with the federal and the local agencies to get our schools in shape, but we also do anything with general ed. Like I was telling the wonderful guests at the Intentional Leadership Summit, Today, I'm a construction attorney. Tomorrow, I might be employment. The day after, I might do constitutional law. So I really kind of do just a little bit of everything. It's a lot, but it's a good thing. It's Absolutely. Good <laughs> you're, in, you're impacting our future by assuring that, you know, the organizations that you work for are compliant and you're supporting us with information that we definitely need. So let's talk a little bit about the summit, uh, your perception of the summit. How did it go? And talk about the, the feedback from the audience. I, first off, I love anything you do, Dr. Williams. You have to know this, or Dr. Ross on the podcast, whatever, uh, because it's so well done. 
<laughs> so like I came and saw Miss Yancey and immediately got a bag with all of the accoutrement that I would need. Yes. I got two shirts in the correct size. I got a notebook. I got a flash drive. I got a hook. I got everything. Yes. It's really Southern hospitality for me. Plus, then you see the big, beautiful balloon arch. And then, of course, I walk in a little late because I present at 10 and you were in the middle of yours and your audience is like glued to your face. So I'm like, OK, I'm just going to sit outside. I don't want <laughs> to distract. But I heard the feedback um, on my part, and it just sounded great. And then I presented and the crowd was engaged. We talked about, just as you said, TKOing the critical conversations. So we presented on HR hot topics because we're out of school and mm -hmm. I do a lot of employment law. So TKOing the critical conversations was essentially little lessons that we could learn from Teddy Pendergrass about having these hard conversations using transparency, that's the T, K, which is keep documentation, and then O for overly communicating your objectives to whomever you're talking to. So we really hit the two big ones, which is the non-extension of contracts with charter schools, because we are, as I told the audience, and I will say it again, we are removing ourselves from chapter 21 language, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're at a charter school. And then we are also making sure that we're kind in the process, right? These conversations are hard for both parties. We're educators. I mean, uh, let me tell the audience, I was a teacher for seven, 75 Absolutely. seconds, but I was raised by two really, really great educators. Yes, so indeed. I understand the heart that comes in with that. All of us have these big, big hearts and hate having these conversations that usually end with someone not having a job. So we were discussing the best ways to do this in a kind way, but also in a way that is compliant for your school and gets your objectives accomplished. I think it was phenomenal for our leaders to be able to really have those acronyms because we learn. I know I do specifically through acronyms and it was uh, easy you know uh, a great vibe with the music and, and so forth I think they went away knowing what TKO actually means one of the, the, the examples we talked about you just kind of made reference we are in a uh, in Texas an at will per se um, uh, environment or what have you kind of speak to the at will clause and you know how people feel that you can just let them go without certain documentation and so forth and that's really not the case yes because like everything you gotta read a little bit in between the lines because when you don't um that's when we get called and we're trying to limit exposure to you and to your school so at will means that i can fire you for no cause at all mm -hmm or for a cause. However, I cannot fire you for an unlawful cause. And so um, just to break it down, we have in the United States, it's called protected classes, right? Mm -hmm. Protected classes are things in which they're basically discrimination points that if an employer is found to have discriminated against you for these points, then you are the plaintiff, the teacher, and or what, whomever is being fired would have a cause of action. So the protected classes are your big ones, race, gender, orientation, religion, disability. 
that's what we're looking at. That's that's what we're trying to make sure. It's like, I can fire you for no cause at all because you're at will. Mm -hmm. So I don't have to state a reason in your termination. Or I can have a cause. Either way, our advice from Eugene and Associates is to document regardless. Mm -hmm. Just because you are at will and you are and I, the audience can't see me, quote unquote, covered under the law, it's still best. Mm-hmm. It's still best because at the end of the day, when someone gets terminated or their contract gets not extended, our two big points from the conference, they're going to have questions. And you will hear the same thing that you heard from your students, leaders and mentees and mm-hmm. all the things that, oh, I had no idea. You had an idea. Mm-hmm. You had an idea. Mm-hmm. But that's not our business. Our business is 2K. TKO. We're keeping documentation. Don't worry. Even if I didn't state it in the letter, I have a file. Right. So best, yeah, best practices. And I, we know AOD and BCA already does this, but you keep a file, right? You keep Mm -hmm. a nice thick file of all of the interactions, all of the grievances, all of the complaints. One thing that you really brought out from the conference, a great point about the verbal, um, is another point that we also have that we share. I can tell your superintendent, I said, "Mm, sounds like he's done this before. Mm -hmm. Even if you give a verbal reprimand, you do still need to write it down. Absolutely. Just just best practices, Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, these grievances usually don't turn into like large scale litigation. They just turn to grievances, maybe commissioners uh, decisions, but it's still a he said, she said. So to cover yourself and your school. There's no he or she said, here, I have a a special page for, let's use my name, for Miss Bostic. In Miss Bostic's file, I just write any comments. It's just at at the top, it says comments. And I might write on May 12, 2022, Mm -hmm. I told Miss Bostic that she spent too long at lunch and that it was a verbal warning, but I have it recorded in her file. Everyone knows that even though it's not a reprimand that she's going to lose evaluation points for, it is something that is documented. I think what what I want to make sure with this broadcast uh, podcast specifically that they understand as a leader of any business or organization or a supervisor of employees is extremely important to document not, uh, along with the actual verbal or over communication or what have you definitely document this is for schools this is for uh, corporate America, period, when you're dealing with supervision of employees. So I want you all to take away the um, a sense of urgency, even though you may have a conversation. And you're right, uh, Paige, what I did was after I met with a teacher in the hallway and I had a conversation, uh, I would go to my office and then at the end of the day, I would just shoot an email saying, you know, this is just a follow up to our conversation in the hallway in regards to making certain that you are um on time, you know, um, for meetings or so, so and so, or what have you, um, and it was a verbal warning, but also it was documented in a written format as well. So, absolutely, I think that's that's critical for individuals to know that who are supervising any employee to make sure that they're overly communicating, that you are transparent, and that um, you also are documenting those occurrences in writing as well. So, um, in addition to that, I wanted to talk to you specifically about you as a leader 
as well, you know, and what is your definition of leadership? Um, my definition of leadership is really based on those following me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I am defined by how far those under me progress, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. As you know, I'm a very spiritual person. I'll be spiritual on this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm spiritual in my classroom. I'm spiritual in the courtroom. Absolutely. We have a duty to make sure that the people under us feel loved and cultivated. And you have the power of life and death within your tongue, including those that you lead. So as a leader, I, I define a leader as one that walks knowing the weight of their calling. Does that make sense? It absolutely does. Most, most definitely. And what would you define intentional leadership as? I would define intentional leadership as one that makes decisions for you and for me with a collaborative effort, right? And so leadership to me is not a lot of, ooh, I get to be the boss. It's more a lot of, what do I need to do to make this run efficiently for people to have quality of life? As you know, intrinsic motivation is a whole lot more effective than extrinsic. Thus, an intentional leader makes sure make sure that those under them are intrinsically motivated. And how do you do that? Well, you have to talk to your people. You have to talk to your people. One thing that I really appreciate in my own life as a leader and someone who is being led is that I've had to learn in my working life that not only am I a natural leader, but I also have to be more of a follower, a listener, a student. I have to get back in that role. And so one thing that I have learned again is like, just because I have my fun letters behind my name doesn't mean I'm not always a student. Absolutely. Absolutely. Always a scholar. I tell people that all the time. You are a constant learner or you should be. If you're not, you should be constantly uh, increasing through professional development and increasing your knowledge through reading and having uh, conversations along with viewing this podcast. Uh, You can become informed about various things. So that is wonderful. Talk to me about Eugene and Associates. when it was established, who are some of the associates, partners, and so forth? Give us a background about Eugene Associates. So um, this is uh, my boss is Mr. Eugene. I call him Derek. So if you hear me say Derek over and over again, that's my boss. This is his brainchild in 2019. Um, he was a big time partner at one of these hoity-toity law firms. I know the name, but I'm not sure if he wants me to all his business. <laughs> he was a big time partner. He then uh, switched ownership to a, a smaller time education firm and had so many clients that were so dedicated to him that essentially he decided to break off in 2019. And this is how Eugene and Associates was formed. And from that, I mean, honestly, this goes back to the spiritual connection and all All leaders are led, right? And so as an intentional leader, I am led by God and by the leader of my firm, right? And so Derek is our shareholder. 
But he had a conversation with God and it was, the work was amping up and he needed to get somebody. And that's how I came in because he represented my dad. Now, I'm not sure if the podcast listeners know my dad. He is Dr. Robert Bostick. I know him. <laughs> yes, and indeed. As you know, Dr. Williams, you are a fan favorite in the Bostick household. Mm-hmm. So, yes. <laughs> like, Likewise. <laughs> Derek represented my dad. I was at JP at the time. I really loved JP as a firm, actually a great place to work, but I wasn't passionate about it. I went to law school to do education law. And because the pandemic hit, offers and things were all around. And so this was concrete, solid, fortune one level company. You're going to be secure here. So I took my JP job, but I had a conversation with another intentional leader. I um, saw this article about the 50 top general counsels and I messaged and they were all black. Right. And I messaged every single one of them on LinkedIn. And I said, hey, do you have time to talk with me while I was working at J.P. Morgan? And one of them, her name was Deneen Donnelly. She was head of like, I think like some sort of airplane corporation at the time. Now she's head of another big one. And she was like what do you want to do? And I told her, I said, I want to be an education attorney. She said, you have a year to figure it out and move. And intentional leaders take intentional advice from people that have done it before. The reason why I messaged all those people says, because I was like, I want to be you when I grow up. How do I get there? (laughs) And she gave me great advice. She said, honey, we're going to see your resume And if you spend longer than two or three years at a place that is not building you towards your goal, I'm going to throw away your resume because how does it relate to me? So you told me your goal. Your goal is to work as an education attorney. Why are you at a bank? And I said, wow, we don't know each other. And you have just read me fulfilled. (laughs) I said, thank you. And I took that advice. And so I gave my dad the go ahead, because if you know Dr. Bostic, you know, he's going to talk about his children. (laughs) And one day he just did. He was talking to Derek, a total God thing. Derek said, oh, let me talk to her. Is she looking for work? And he said, I think she is. And it was a phone call. And then it was a it was a conversation of, can I do contract work for you to see how we work together? And then we worked very well together. And then it was an offer. And then I had to break the news to JP back to the TKO and critical conversations. Leaving a job is a hard conversation, especially when you're a reliable worker, because they saw his offer and they offered me more. And I said, no. I have to do what's best for me in my path. And they understood. And that's how I ended up with Derek. And then we have our great legal assistant, Selena Harvey, and we're growing and expanding every day. And because the work is there, the work, the work is there. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah. That's Eugene and Associates. Derek took a chance on me. He has been really, really great for me through my um, using my favorite HBCU work, my matriculation from junior to uh, escalating to a senior attorney, hopefully partner one day, because he has invested in me. You know your boss is invested in you because of the effort, time, 
anything. That's what's been nice about having the small firm experiences that he sits down with me when I have the questions that seem real dumb and doesn't make me feel real dumb. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about it. That is and then wonderful. we work through it. That That's wonderful. It's so many nuggets in that. And I want to make sure that I kind of uh, capitalize on those for mid-tees that are listening in regards to just making a shift, you know, in um, jobs as well. You know, this is and you have to be intentional as well, you know, passionate about the work that you're doing, regardless of having a job just to be going to a job. You must like what you're doing and like where you're working. You know, and as a part of my presentation at the Intentional Leadership Summit, I talked about that. You know, you have to be passionate about the work. Why would you be somewhere you're not either wanted or you don't want to be there? You don't like the people you work for. You know, it's all about passion. And you are more successful when you're doing that type of work. You know, and to have mentorship, like you said before, it's critical in any organization to have that type of mentorship. And it's good that you found someone and you were led by the spirit. You know, we talk we talk about that. I'm the same way. I have to live my and let my light shine in how I live. And I have that faith walk as well. And I'm just excited about the work that we're doing together and the work that we will continue to do together as we partner with Eugene and Associates. Yeah, I want to end with an amen because that was great. That was the word. Yes. Also, tell us a little bit how, if anyone wants to get in contact with Eugene and Associates, um, what, you know, where they can go to get information. So we have a website. So it's D Eugene law.com so you can you can contact us from there but if you want to call me if you have a question um you can call me at 512-662-7415 or email me at pbostic at dugenelaw.com so it's p and then B-O-S-T-I-C at D-U-G-Law.com. So, I mean, look, I'm always ready to talk because back to what you said, Dr. Williams, if you're not passionate, why even do it? Because I love my job, it's not a chore. It's fun. Absolutely. I really do fun stuff every day. <laughs> I love, you got to love what you do. Any final thoughts before I ask you three questions? Ooh, three questions. Oh, no, not at this time. I'm just excited to be on a podcast. I'm so glad. I'm so glad you were able to join us on (laughs) such short notice as well. So question number one, what motivates you? What motivates me is I want to know that I have an impact in this world, right? So I am motivated by this idea of like, when I die, I read the seven habits of highly effective people, those uh, on intentional leadership, y'all probably talked about it. He talks about your eulogy and he talks about what do you want people to say about you? And that's what drives me. I don't want people to say Paige was a great attorney. Paige was a great this. That's not all I am. I want them to say when Paige left this world, she left an impact with me. So they carry parts of me, things that we learned or did or grew together with them. That's what motivates me. And um, in the truthful vein, I also want to be comfortable. Let's let's not pretend like um, the Louis Vuitton and the Gucci bags get paid for <laughs> by the air, right? right I, I right. have expensive tastes, so there were only so many things I could do. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, 
So both of those. So you have my like why answer at night and then you have my realistic answer as well. It's like, you know, I like nice things. Absolutely. How, how do you inspire others? Inspire others with my words. So I got the gift of gab, and I think God gave me the gift of like being almost like a cheerleader because when you win, I really do feel like I win. And that might sound selfish, but so my I'm the friend you call with something really good happened to you because I'm excited for you like it happened to me. And it's not fake. It's really like, oh, we did this. Because more than likely, I was on the phone. We were we worked together. We did something. So I, that's how I say I can inspire people with my words because I really do believe they have healing powers. Well, not healing powers, but they have almost manifestation powers, right? So tell somebody they're going to be dumb all their life. What do they end up? Tell somebody they're going to be great all their life. What do they end up? That's exactly right. So how, as a leader or as an attorney, have you supported organizations with transformation? Well, um, a couple of things. So through the firm, we've adopted some schools. So hopefully uh, through this podcast, we'll be able to take our altruism on the road, right? Um, We are currently like a minority firm. Um, we don't know how it's going to look when it expands, but everybody is a minority in the firm. And we work with a lot of schools that are considered Title One, And we make sure that you know, like, hey, this isn't your reality for the rest of your life, right? So the firm's efforts in that way, we've adopted schools, we've done legal branches, we've done things to get our campuses kids involved because that's why we're here that's why my job is so fun because i still get to hang out with the kids i love i love the we can still do anything energy that you get from children because as you know you get older people get jaded and they get scared and they really get stouted in their fear but when you're dealing with the babies they might be afraid but they're not that afraid let's try it again Let's try it again. And so we get to work with them. And that's what we do on the firm side. Now, on my personal side, I have a scholarship. So it's called Faith Without Works. It's the Legal Diversity Scholarship. And it's because you kind of get priced out almost as a minority uh, and maybe not as a minority, but from certain economic levels in the legal profession. But we need an intersection of all races in this profession because who knows your issues like your own people. And so that's why I really, really like have a call on Faith Without Works, hopefully to expand to other professions, not just the legal profession, of getting people in color in there because you need to see you. You need to see that you can do it, but you also need to know who's fighting for you. And so I have one that's a pre-law scholarship, one for um, maintaining legal education and one for the bar exam because it's just so expensive. I went to two HBCUs and my parents helped me the entire way. Even though I was on full scholarship, they paid for everything else. Not everybody has that. And law school is a really like, the biggest wake up call because you have to say for the bar exam it's four months of no work essentially and people were still working they have to pay their bills they have to do all these other things and i looked around and saw how blessed i was 
And most of my counterparts were still like scrounging, saving pennies and studying for this really, really hard exam to be the first and only in their family. We are a club of first and only. So that's that's what I do um, on the side. Uh, but it's my passion project. It's my baby. I need to spend more time in it, honestly. I, I love to hear that because <laughs> one of the actual um, components of the Midway and one of our core, core values is centered around philanthropy and giving back. And I think that when we're fortunate to get the opportunities that you and I both have had, it is always, it's an obligation, in my my opinion, that we give back. So it, it just to hear you say that, that's phenomenal to, to, to hear that you're doing, that you're giving back. Um, again, I would like to thank Eugene and Associates. I would like to thank Paige Bostic, who is a phenomenal leader, uh, an attorney and just a, a, a wonderful person that I'm so privileged to know and look forward to continue working with. And I want you all to know, my mentees and all the audience members, that the genesis of change begins from within. Please like, subscribe, and share. Today.